You know, it's like the last day of school. <laughs> okay, let's start here. Why is this episode the last day of school? Because Mr. we're all going on summer break. We're going on summer break. We've made a tough decision. Yeah. I mean, it's about self-care. It's about enjoying the sun. It's about living your best life. It's about doing your eat, pray, love. Yeah. So we made a decision to take a little break um, because apparently that's a thing that you can do as a podcaster. Yeah. Um, But you said, just before we hit record, you said, but we have to hold ourselves accountable and promise that we'll be back. Yes. Are we doing that? Yes. Um, any any specific dates we want to give or just later this year? Mm-hmm. We'll be back later this year. We'll be back later this year. Before the, before the year's up. I mean, like, we'll have an episode by September 1st. Mm, nice. Yes. Optimistic. Uh, no, no, certain. Cer- certainty. Certain. But before we do that, um, we have one last episode that we wanted to get out. We also might break our break because we have a few like special things that might still happen. We'll see. So basically what we're saying is don't count on a new episode every single week for the next few weeks, but there'll be something. Stay subscribed. Yeah. To be fair, there's like 40 plus episodes. Exactly. There's Catch up on that during the time. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Also, in other news, in other bad news uh, or good news, depending on your framing, uh, can I share this? Is this was this personal, or can we share this publicly? What is it? You're looking for an apartment. Oh yeah, I mean that's nothing new. (laughs) (laughs) But now it's like serious. Yeah, so we're back on the market. <laughs> I'm single. I mean, you had a temporary solution that was like temporary, but with no like deadline. Yeah. And now you have a deadline because you're being kicked out. Yes. Um, it was actually very funny. I have really good intuition, like some of the best, like scary good intuition to where like if I feel something bad hap- going to happen, then I'm like preparing myself for the worst because it's always going to be right. So I finally got my ama done for the place that I was living in now, but that took a lot of time because I needed to update it like Oh that. That thing. Okay. Y'all all know what that is. Um and, <laughs> and the landlord people weren't giving the main tenant people like the paper and they were being stubborn about it. But I finally got my Anma dunk. And then I had asked the main people, like, because they sent me an updated contract and it ended on June 30th. And I'm like, hey, so are we going to, like, renew, renew this or whatnot? And the lady never got back to me. And then the main tenant people reached out to me and my flatmate yesterday and was like, hey, we have to, like, get on the call with y'all. It's urgent. And it was all, like, discreet about it and stuff like that. We're like, what is the topic? And they were like, it's regarding, you know, the living situation. I'm like, ah, they're going to kick us out. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, ready to fight. Like, like I was, like, in a tenant rights or whatnot because I thought, because we've had, like, just issues with the main tenant people. They weren't, like, the best to always work with. So I had, was thinking that they were going to say, we don't, like, they personally don't want to renew it with us. Like, the main tenants don't want to renew it with the subtenants. So I was 
literally looking up the rights, which there aren't really clear like 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 documents on the internet about like subtenant right. So if anyone wants to like do that, that could be a market. That could be a whole episode. That could be a whole episode because I don't like like I was trying to look up like there's t- uh, there's tenant rights, but I was not sure about what tenant rights are actually still valid for subtenant rights. But anyways, like I was still going to like fight if I needed to, but they told us that actually the situation is the House Vivantung. Yep, House Vivantung. Oh, look at me. Um, they don't want the maintenance people to live there anymore. Mm-hmm. So that is one thing I do and, know. And that. how and do you know how they're able to kick them out? Because there's not that many situations where they can actually do that. I believe their contract was ending. Oh, it was a limited contract? I think it was a limited contract. But still mm-hmm. technically, like I thought the rules were like there was only three reasons, like three permiss per like there's three only, you only get kicked out for three reasons. And I think one reason was like if the landlord's family was trying to move in or whatnot. Yeah, if if it's not if it's if it's not a company owning the apartment, but it's a individual person, and that person wants to move move in themselves or their this is indiv- a company, their family. So okay, so then that can't really can't really be the case. I think no. So I think the other two reasons that technically are valid is. The like if there was like major reconstruction, which I should probably ask them what like the reasons are. Um, because yeah, you have there's yeah, the property is required for a landlord or their family after the expiry date of the fixed term contract. Substantial changes need to be made to the property that render it unsuitable for contract renewal. The premises are going to be leased for professional purposes, such as for use by an apprentice. If none of these conditions are met and the le- and the landlord cannot legally terminate the contract, you as a tenant can request the contract be automatically rolled over into a lease with no expiry date. Mm-hmm. Should I bring that up to them? I mean, you can ask, but yeah, it's chances brilliant. are, yeah. So now you're on a deadline to find a new place. Yes, until mid-July, which I'm actually going to be optimistic. I am, you know what, I'm going to let this podcast be proof and example that I'm going to be very optimistic and very positive. Looking forward to the update in September. Yes, when you're still- <laughs> it's going to be amazing and I'm going to find a dream flat. Because to be fair, to be fair, I did not like living here. But, you know, like, it's like, for me, it's more you mean just... at the place. Yeah, I don't like to maintain the people. We always yeah. had issues or whatnot. Sometimes it's good to be on a deadline. Yeah, you know what? And I kind of maybe just need that. So for some reason, I do better under pressure. So, like, now I'm just going to be very optimistic and very positive that I'll find in something better. Maybe I'll find my own flat now. So, who knows? So, thank you, universe. And I'll be able to update you guys back in September. Um, so, if you know anything, let me know. But I know how it is here, so... All right. Moving on to our main topic of today's episode, you said that you would like to talk about fees and fines. Fees and fines. Yes, and a little bit of maybe of an update or change with our um like one of our earlier episodes about like registering for your visa here. Okay. Um so I recently got so y'all know I was in the hospital last summer, right? Um and I was having to go like to Doctors or whatnot. Um, so I recently got a letter from TK, my insurance, saying that I owe them one thousand nine hundred euros uh, for my like time at the hospital, time in the medical um, during the b- between June to August. 
Which we need to explain to people maybe from the US thinking, oh, of course your insurance is going to send you a bill for 2,000 euros for a hospital stay for two days. That does not happen in Germany. In Germany, the insurance will cover that stay no matter what the reason was or what was done to you or with you or for you at the hospital. The maximum bill that you should get for a hospital stay like that is a fee of 10 euros per day that you should cover yourself. But that is only if you are insured. Of course, I that's the point. Like Technically, no, you did not start being insured until like September. But, 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 but okay, but let's keep stay with this point for a second. Yes. Technically, you also can't live in Germany legally without being insured. Which, like you yeah. have to be insured. Like that's what I'm saying. Like the insurance company won't send you a bill. Like this whole story when you told me about it didn't make sense to me because how can you even have an insurance company if you're not insured? Like you, you know what I mean? Like either yeah, I'm so confused too. I tried to call them and they were very much it's your fault, it's your fault, it's your fault. So I'm very confused. So from what it sounds like to me, somehow you you like registered with them. Yes. And they even sent you a card. Yes. And you were under the impression that you are now insured yes. through them. Yes. But at the time you weren't employed in Germany yet. No. And so your employer wasn't paying for the insurance. Exactly. Neither were you through your salary or, which is the alternative, if you don't have a job, but you still want to be with the public insurance, the Gesetzliche Krankenversicherung, you can pay out of pocket, mm -hmm. which if you don't have a salary, it's like 250 euros or something per month that you have to pay, which is the minimum amount to pay to be in this public insurance. And then you're insured. But for some reason, you did neither. You didn't pay for insurance, nor did your employer because you didn't have one. But somehow you still received a card from them. So you were under the impression that you were insured. You went to the hospital, showed them the card. They took the card, treated you, released you. Then nothing, 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 nothing. And then six months later, they sent you a bill. Exactly that. Which is a very strange situation. Very strange situation. And um, so you called them and you didn't figure out how that all happened. They like, said, apparently, like, I think I may have put my dates wrong or something like that. But they didn't verify, I think, my, like, what I had done. I don't know. I might have been at fault. Who knows? Is it possible that they, like, tr tried to reach out to you after you signed up and after you received the card and didn't reach you or something like that? No. It's really strange. I mean, because they, like... Because at that point, then does this the bill they sent me was all the way until August, so it's recent. Like after September, they know how to recontact me. Um, I guess this is like important for everyone who's new here to like verify that you're actually insured. Yes, that's that's my point that I would make. I think if you're employed, there's no way this can happen because your employer will make sure, like, since your employer is paying half of your health insurance money by law, like, uh, you know, the, the whatever the health insurance costs, it's always half, half comes out of your salary and half is paid by the employer. And the employer would notice if they're, like, not paying that. 
Yes. Uh, so, but like I said, no one would notice unless I, until I was legally registered as a German employee, which didn't happen until September. Right, you weren't technically employed. Yeah. And, so, like, I would say, like, I guess, which is so confusing because when you do the visa process, you are required to show proof that you have insurance. Right. And I think most people, like what I know from many other people who moved here, before they had a job, they didn't register with TICA. They had some kind of like expat insurance that doesn't allow you to do, like to go to the dentist, for example, for a checkup or any doctor for a checkup. But if you did end up at the hospital, this expat insurance would cover that. Mm -hmm. But you didn't have that either because no, you thought you were insured through TICA. I was insured by TICA. Yeah. Um, so now I am paying for it. Um, is there any chance that this will get resolved still, that they will waive this fee or what? Not from the, the phone conversation I had with them. They were pretty much saying it was my fault mm -hmm. and that, yeah. But they said I can do a payment plan. So I would just do the lowest minimum, which they said whatever I chose. So my ass. One euro a month <laughs> for the rest of my life. Honestly, that's what I'm like. I want to do the lowest I can and just see what I can get away with. And then eventually I figure I'll be able to pay it off one day. But yeah, I really wanted to um, do this episode because I realized that I have paid a lot of money in fines. Okay, so that, um, this is the... I didn't know I wasn't insured fine. I mean, at least... I mean, 2,000 euros... Obviously, a grand two thousand because like I went to like it was just a very inconvenient summer for me. <laughs> right, right. But this, I mean, we have to clarify. This is a two thousand euro bill because you spent one night at the hospital. One. Imagine no. something yeah. serious had happened to you and you had undergone serious surgery, been in the hospital for months. Like, imagine that had happened mm -hmm. while you weren't insured. I mean, and to be fair, like this is not the shit on insurance here or healthcare in Germany. Like it's still really good compared to America. No, it's insurance still, is is yeah. okay. It's just that you weren't insured. I just wasn't insured. So, um, which yeah, it comes. But we all learn, and I'm on a positive. I'm glad. Streak I'm glad you're so. sharing this honestly, because I mean, neither of us really knows what happened and how this happened. Yeah, and plus, I was like when I first got here. So to be fair. I, I might have filled out the application wrong. Like No, I understand. Like, like I understand and I, I think it's fair that you're saying this this might have been my fault, but I just objectively I don't understand how they can send you a card. That's what and I was then so, you're not yeah. insured and no one notices. Like they don't tell you, hey, you have a card but you're not actually insured. The hospital doesn't like scan the card and like reach out and say, like, hey, just FYI this card doesn't work. Like the, it's, it's normal that the hospital treats you no matter what, like under law, they have to treat you whether you're insured or not. But if you hand them a card and it doesn't work, like I feel like they should tell That's you. What I was very confused. I don't know how it slipped through the cracks. Right. But like, and the person who called me, like, I don't know, I just get very nervous talking to people on the phone as well. And like I don't necessarily always know what the com like the questions to ask or whatnot, mm -hmm. um, yeah. But mm, c'est la vie. Okay, it's life. What other fees have you? Uh, um, I mean, such a depressing episode to go into summer break. I know. I mean, half of my <laughs> time in Berlin has been quite depressing. <laughs> 
Berlin, the best way I can describe Berlin is, is it is a toxic relationship. It's the really? One. Yes. Oh my God. This is I some mean, harsh words. If, if you think about half the shit that I've been through. Can it, I it, just, can, can we just go back <laughs> to episode one, Berlin? Has always called oh, my, my name. Yes. And you know what else calls your name? The toxic relationship. <laughs> he lost me. I swear he does. <laughs> um, and I mean, like, Berlin is really great. I you know what I just, I, I, it's like stoicism. The obstacle is the challenge, you know? The obstacle is the way. Um, these obstacles are quite difficult and hard, but for some reason, I am still doing them. But yeah, no, I'm not going to lie and say it's been fucking easy. I mean, like, every day I come to you with, like, a new issue <laughs> that I have. And I nod. And- yeah, and I'm like, ah, oh, what's it now? I mean, so the other fees that I've gotten, I mean, have been... Like it feels like most of this is kind of like self-inflicting, but um, I mean, this is not technically a fee, but like I had this production money when I first moved here. I bought a bike, and then I crashed that bike like the, the day after. Uh, you could call it a fee. So that was the, a I don't know how to cycle yet <laughs> fee. <laughs> so that was like three hundred euros, um, uh-huh. and then um, I've gotten like I think four or five BVG fees if okay with yeah public transport yes i mean which i mean granted okay most of them were my fault for not paying but then the most recent one was because i have the deutsche land ticket and i wanted to go to the lake and i brought my bike but i had no idea that the deutsche land ticket does not cover bikes i didn't even know what to ask I feel like we talked about that on we, this episode I, I or think, i did i had a whole thing about yes. public transport and i mentioned that the I think that because I think the the Berlin ticket the mm-hmm. whatever it's called um, forgot the name but the one that's oh, that's only valid in Berlin mm-hmm. one of the benefits it's more expensive than the Deutschland ticket mm-hmm. even though it only works in Berlin and not in all of Germany so it on the face of it it looks like a no brainer to get the Deutschland ticket but the BVG ticket does allow you to bring a bike and also on the weekends and. After 7 p.m., I think, throughout I the week, you can bring one other adult, several other kids, and the bike, as, as we already said. Yeah. And so that's like one of the... And it's transferable. So you can give it to... You can give your car to someone else and they can use it, whereas the Deutschland ticket is personalized and you can only... So those are some of the benefits. Um, and so the Deutschland ticket does not allow you to bring a bike, at least in Berlin. No. And the thing was, like, the felt what was so frustrating is like... I would have paid for the bike ticket. Like, like it was literally, it's like two euros. It's two euros fifty. But then, yeah, and I was so, like so confident too. Like when they scan my thing, I was like, yeah, scan it. You know, like like, like I had the Deutschland ticket. I'm doing well. Mm-hmm. So then I think I've paid. Oh, and then I also so you only have two weeks to pay the BVK tickets, right? So I think I was waiting for like my next check to come in for I think a few of them. And I never, I didn't read the print on the the receipt to know that it was two days. No, two weeks. Pains me too. So they, of course, send it to the collectors uh-huh. and then they send me a bill. And then, so I think I paid 112 euros. So essentially double mm-hmm. the, the cost for, I think, at least two of my tickets. Thankfully, I had the nine euro fund for two other ones. But then the nine euro fund people kicked me off because. <laughs> like this is your third ticket. We can't keep paying for it. Um, so yeah, and then 
last week. I don't know if I mentioned this one, but I was so um okay, yeah, there's more fine. Not really fine. I just been paying for a lot of shit. So my tire, I had a flat back tire, right? So I got that fixed, like 32 euros. Good. We go to Toy Fosse, like the next day, my front tire gets flat. <laughs> Which I can also show you how to fix a flat tire. It's not that difficult. It was like, like I think like the, the like the top or whatnot, like it, it was not like they had to like actually replace it. Um, I see. And apparently this one, you because my friend was going to do it, but you had to do something with the brakes too. Like my... Type, bike was very special mm-hmm. um, But if you could teach me something Please um, But then So I had to get The new bike place But as I was biking back With this flat tire Bump 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 My front light fell off As well <laughs> So I'm just like Of course Right So I like I Then last Tuesday night I decided I wanted to go to McDonald's Because I was just hungry And I was ha- Finished hanging out I hang out with Um Lawrence that afternoon. Um, so yeah, I came back and I wanted to go to McDonald's to, you know, get something to eat. And the then American Embassy. Yes. <laughs> and then as I was biking back, um, I saw the the police, like, you know, it was like one of the big vans, the police vans. I'm like, oh shit. So then like I, you know, just to have some light, I put my phone light on because I have like a little like phone mount. There and I stop right right there, dude, at the light at Badenstrasse, and then I go and they pull me over, and I'm like, "Wait, you saw the police? You realized? Hold on, I don't have a light." And instead of getting off your bike and walking until you pass the police car, you turn on your phone, and I just in the hopes that they will think accept that. Yes, which. <laughs> you, you're an optimist. I, I am. Opti- I just wasn't th- like I wasn't thinking of this. I didn't know that this like stuff happens. Um, so then they pull me over, uh-huh. but they don't pull me over for the light. They pull me over because they said I ran the red light. Oh, and did and you? I was like, I I saw them right there. I stopped when they stopped. I'm not going to run like if I'm like doing it. I'm not going to run a red light in front of the cops, you know. And then they said that I went. When the walking green light happened, so the pedestrian light. Wow. And they said that you're supposed to go when the green driving light turns. Which is true, but I've never heard anyone getting pulled over for that. And then they breathalyzed me because it was late at night and I was not drunk. And then on top of that, they said, well, and I was trying to be nice and very civil. I'm like, thank you, but can I please at least get a warning or whatnot? Because I know friends who've gotten warnings before. They were like, we're either going to give you a fine for running the red light or for not having a light on your bike. So like, I hope you picked the light because the red light is more expensive. I'm pretty sure. N- they, I said, well, how much was it for each one? They're like, I don't know. So they just they gave me a ticket for the red light. Oh, they gave me the most on. expensive one. Um, and I cried when I got home. Actually, I did um, because like I felt like I was like I can't not get a break here. Um, so yeah, I think like I have not added up all the amount of fine and shit that I have paid here in Germany, but. Dude, they, they love giving you fines and shit for everything. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to say. I've gotten fined for things like similar things. You know, I've gotten stopped, pulled over by the police for using my phone when I cycle. Uh, that happened like twice. And I think once I got a warning, 
I was really nice. I was like, you're so right. Uh, this is dangerous. And which it is dangerous and they were right. And they're like, okay, well, we'll let you go this time. And then another time I got a, I got a fine and it was like 60 euros. I think recently I got fined for cycling on the sidewalk here. That wasn't even the police. It was the Ordnungsamt. Uh, ah, and they are even less, they even have less humor than the, than the police um, usually. So that was a fine. Um, I never use public transportation without a ticket. I remember like one of the fines that I got a long time ago. That wasn't even in Berlin, but it was a a story that stuck with me where I was at like a seminar with a bunch of young people and we borrowed the leader of the seminar's car to run to the grocery store to get like drinks for everyone. And we just like, we were in a rush and I was driving this car that wasn't ours. And there was like a big spot in front of the, like very close to the supermarket. And we just pulled into the spot. Like, perfect. Let's hold, stop here, go into the grocery store. And we come back out and there's like three police people around the car, like taking notes. And we're like, what's wrong? And there was a big sign like police only, like it was literally reserved for the police because it was in front of a police station or something. <laughs> so that was pretty bad. And then since it wasn't our car, um, I was like, can we just pay cash now? Because like we didn't really want the car owner to get in trouble or even notice ideally. And I remember there wasn't an option to pay cash. Like the police will not uh, accept money in Germany for good reasons. But we had to, um, but I was able to to tell them my address at least so that I would get the ticket mm -hmm. and not the owner of the car. Um, other than that, I don't have that many. So I was going to ask you, um, did you, are you paying the the monthly fee for the public television and radio? The um, um. I don't pay that technically. But you are, but yeah. So this is something to keep in mind when you're getting your own apartment now, because now you were just subletting. So yeah. that person had to deal with that. But now that you're getting your own apartment, there's this, I think it's 17 euros per month and mm -hmm. you can pay monthly or every three months or every year or whatever fee for public broadcast. Like the, yeah, that's required for everyone. And so they will also chase you down. Mm -hmm. Which you, I did. I got a lot of emails until I told them that I was... Right, you have to respond. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's another fine to be avoided, I guess. Yes. I'm trying to think, what other fines can you get here in Berlin? I mean, yeah, fines are uh, a thing, I guess. They are... You should find the Ausländeramt if they're like late in issuing you like your new visa or something. You should send them a fine for being late. <laughs> I should. I just send everybody a fine. I'm like, give me a break. And the thing is, is, is like I'm over here really like like I think like I cry because like I was like I'm really trying my best and it's like like I'm like every time it feels like I'm keep getting knocked down. But like I said, I am not giving up. I am going to stay. I'm really I'm going to test this positivity thing for this one month at least. This one month, I'm like, these people, I will be the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt if I have to. Have you ever seen that show? I haven't. But. It is about Kimmy Schmidt who 
was this girl, it's, it's a fake show, but she was this girl who got kidnapped at a young age and then they finally got freed and now she moves to New York, which New York has that same like rough culture as mm-hmm. Berlin does. And just her having this overtly like naive optimism about the world yeah. um, and there's always these like negative like experiences and she's always positive about going through it. Um, and I'm like, okay, I will embody my most Kimmy Schmidt. Amazing. Uh, yes. But I won't let that get to me because I have a good summer ahead. I'm going to see Beyonce. Ooh la la. Yes. And oh, next week, next Thursday. Next Thursday, I'm seeing, mm. no, next Wednesday, I'm seeing Beyonce. And then I'm going to Helsinki. Yep. And I'm going to London. Part of the reason we're taking a break here is because Jay's not going to be in Berlin much <laughs> these next few weeks. I will not weeks. be in Berlin much. Then I'm going to London for some time. And that'll be fun. And then maybe Vienna. And then you'll come back and realize all these other cities suck compared to Berlin. I already do. Like, like it's nice to get a breath of fresh air. But like, even with all of the shit that I've gone through in Berlin, like I would not have. Because I don't know, like, yeah, the bureaucracy kind of sucks here and stuff like that. But then I'm like, I will still say the lifestyle that you have here on a very deeper level It's something you can't get anywhere else here. And like I think that's what's always like worth it about this city. Yeah. Is 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 it's like it's it has something that you can oh like yeah, you hear all my negative stuff, but I have a lot of positives too, you know. Like we will talk in a few weeks or months. And I really hope you have some very good news. No fines. No fines. Until then. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed.